Sorry, I forgot about this one slide. So just a, a list of a few people that have answered this call since, uh, since camp last year at this time. But uh, the real question is at the bottom. When will you go? Good morning. I'm Kevin, and this is uh, Jet Cheer, and we are uh, part of the CLM leadership team. Um, CLM, if you're not familiar with it, is a uh, child care facility in southern Brazil. And at CLM, we believe that every child should be in a family, and God created children for families. So our vision for CLM is a family for every child in Brazil. We are working toward this vision by providing family-based uh, care facilities. We work in uh, return, working to a return to their biological family when possible, and placement in adoptive families if possible. And then we, if that, none of those are possible, we can help them to become a part of a family unit at CLM. Uh, we work as a board of directors with shared leadership, trying to take the focus off of one person and also to make better decisions. So this is our leadership team. And these are just some of the uh, family groups that we currently have at CLM. They change really rapidly, so this is who it was when we left. Uh, part of that, as we said in our second uh, focus at CLM, is focusing on working with biological families, if possible, to return them to their families, or also for working with adoptive families. And our technical team is an instrumental part of that and then we also work with partnerships in the community. Uh, this past year, we worked with a uh, project called Training for Life, which was in partnership with a brother from our church, as well as with uh, two police sergeants who taught discipline and respect on a weekly program. We, of course, uh, support and we are, love adoption, and many of us have adopted. Um, Brazil has less than 6,000 children free for adoption and over 33,000 families waiting to adopt. But only 30% are willing to adopt children over the age of three. And so what we need is more people who are willing to adopt outside of their normal, uh, the normal context. We work with family groups in the community and we try to, living within the community, we uh, attempt to provide activities and teach them to glorify God and live together and glorify God in the middle of that in the community. So these are different projects we did over the last year. CLM Tourville is, uh, currently still has a few children there, um, but we're pretty low levels there, and we have uh, an after-school program that is still working there that is the goal of uh, maintaining children within their biological families, works together with the biological family as well. And then, of course, we had a lot of changes this next year, as I will be uh, ending my role as president on August 31st, and then my family and I will be preparing to return to the United States. Uh, Mary Jetcher and Bethany will remain on the leadership team there. Um, my brother, who has been down there for the last two years, also will be removing, uh, returning to the United States. And then also pray for the Tourville facility as we are actually investigating the possible sale of the property and praying that uh, God would be at work on that and would be opening and closing doors as he would see fit. Uh, Kyle, can you get involved, please? Just pray for us. Um, we need your prayers. We need your support as it's getting very expensive also to maintain. Uh, visit us. Come see us. See if God opens up your heart, as Willie said there and uh, support your local orphan care uh, ministry. We're all in this together. Um, so what you do locally for the orphan here also affects us globally. We're all part of the same cause. 
Thank you. And after uh, this afternoon, we will be have our session at 3:45. So if you'd like to come see us and or hear from Jet Chair as well, um, you can do that. Thank you. Thank you. As you can see, that things are going through in a very rapid order here because of the amount of uh, missions that we have present this year at camp. So, really, if you're interested in knowing anything more, you really need to come to the afternoon uh, forums to get uh, more information and can ask lots of questions. I recently uh, got back from Ghana, Africa. A couple of the brothers from uh, Ghana were uh, to be uh, here, and uh, but their visa to the USA got declined, which we know God's hand was in that because Brother Richard Sheets was supposed to be taking them around and bring them to camp, and he passed away in the meantime here. Um, so we uh, purchased a bunch of Bibles uh, for them there. Um, a picture in one of the uh, one of the churches there that uh, visited, and uh, it was Brother Werner Weinhardt was also uh, with us there. Um, it's uh, the the slogan that uh, um, that the church uses is uh, is. It is interesting, uh, slipped my mind right now of what it is, but I, I, I'm sure I'll see it in one of the pictures. Um, many of you probably recognize uh, Brother Rex, um, who we had the opportunity of meeting up with there, and uh, who had the vision for the churches there. There's uh, over 50 churches in Ghana now, some of them quite remote, and there actually you can see the sign a little bit in the background. I don't know if you can make it right out, but... Uh, you know, it's, it's his grace is uh, sufficient for thee is the slogan that's used uh, throughout the church, and, uh, and they really live by it. Um, a lot of the signs in the, uh, uh, when you're driving around on the businesses, everybody, whether they really believe in God or not, uh, uh, are afraid of not giving credit to God in some sort of way, but uh, that's, that's the side of a a glass building in the in the capital city area there, and uh, I just thought uh, uh, that's about as big of a sign of as I've seen on any kind of billboard. This is uh, some of the uh, type of flooding and stuff that takes place there on a regular basis. It's uh, the, the back area there where you see it flowing like a river, um, that is, um, that's a road. So, and we had the experience of uh, experiencing uh, one road on the, the last day there that um, uh, was, um, sorry, uh, that where the road, uh, the water in the road was about four feet deep. Do a lot of sewing of clothes. She made this. So just uh, an example, they had set up a choir there for us and uh, wanted to do a little bit of, uh, of singing for us. Um, come out this afternoon to hear a little bit more about, uh, about Ghana. My name is Jane Toth, and I am from Richland, Washington. When I was 20, I wanted to serve the Lord, and I asked the missionary committee where I could go. And they asked me to go to an orphanage I'd never heard of. And it became a life-changing experience for me. I stayed there for four years. 
And my future husband was raised in that orphanage, and he came down to help out. And that's where we met, and we later got married and adopted one of the boys from the orphanage. I'm here today with Gerson and Marcella. They have been working at the orphanage for four years. They are the current directors, and we would like to share a video with you that's just two minutes long, and then they're going to share a little bit. Bom dia a todos. Good morning to everyone. Eu e minha esposa, a gente está muito feliz de estar aqui com vocês. My wife and I are so happy to be here with you. O único problema é que eu não consigo falar tanto com vocês. The only problem is I can't speak in English very well with you. Mas que bom que a Jane está aqui. But I'm here to help. E minha esposa fala inglês também um pouquinho. And my wife speaks a little English. Mas eu queria falar. But I wanted to tell you. Um pouquinho do que a gente tem feito lá. A little bit about what we've done there. Esses quatro anos que a gente está lá. These last four years that we've been there. Principalmente os dois últimos anos que a gente está na direção. Especially the last four years that we've been directors. The last two years. A gente tem focado muito em cada menino individualmente. We have really focused on each child individually. Então, se uma criança precisa de um cuidado médico, a gente vai atrás. So if someone, one of the kids needs some medical help, we go after that. Se a criança precisa de um cuidado que tem problema nos olhos, a gente corre atrás. If they have an eye problem or a vision problem, we seek that out. Se a criança chega com os dentes todos ruins, a gente arruma os dentes. If the child comes with his teeth all ruined, we go to a dentist. Então, eu estou falando disso especificamente, que esse é o nosso foco. I'm saying this because this is our focus. Cuidar muito bem de cada criança. To really care well for each child. E em todas as áreas. In all of the areas. As físicas que eu falei. The physical that I mentioned. As emocionalmente também. Emotionally as well. Porque as crianças vêm lá com muitas histórias bem tristes. Because the children come with really sad backgrounds. E principalmente na área espiritual também. And especially in the spiritual area as well. Mas o tempo aqui é curto. But time here is short. Mas eu queria fazer o convite. I just wanted to make sure you ha each had an invitation to come. Na terça-feira à tarde. Uh, tomorrow afternoon. A gente vai ter um vídeo maior, a gente vai poder falar mais. We're going to have a longer video and we'll be able to speak more about the work. E vocês vão poder fazer pergunta e se alguém tiver interesse, fica o convite de vocês virem até lá. And if you have any questions, we'd be happy to answer them. So please feel free to come tomorrow afternoon. Obrigado. Thank you. Danke schön, Gerson. Du kannst schon ein bisschen Deutsch verstehen. Yeah. <laughs> good day. Uh, it's good to be here. Bezalel Tegi is my name. Flew all the way from Papua New Guinea. And uh, I am a pastor within the city of Papua New Guinea, which we call Port Mosby. And I've been there for almost about 17 years, serving God. Since my young age, up until now today, still serving God, growing for God. And uh, I have a short video to show you. Uh, there are many, many things about, about what God is doing in Papua New Guinea. But in a short video form, you, you'll be able to see what God is doing. And thank you. And I came with my brother. Uh, Simon, uh, if you can stand up just for a while and then sit. <laughs> yeah, he is he's the, uh, our national youth coordinator uh, within Papua New Guinea. And he also looks after the property of the church within our head, headquarters. Thank you.
We're supposed to sing forever, but we have to cut it short. <laughs> I'm not used to being here without my best friend. He sends his greetings from Brazil and his love. And um, maybe someday we'll all be together. I know we will in heaven. Last night, Bob Varga, in essence, encouraged us to give up control and sing in the vulnerable spot. GOTM has been having singing lessons in the last season of life since we've seen you eight years ago. GOTM is Green Olive Tree Ministries, and I wanted to say that because last night when people stopped at our table, they said, what's with the olives? I said, duh. <laughs> this is Green Olive Tree Ministries. It's just a little reminder. So we're capitalize on olives. And we were founded in 1992 with a passion to be rooted in truth. So Brent chose the name Green Olive Tree Ministries from Psalm 52:8 that says, I am like a green olive tree planted in the Lord. He told me we need our roots planted in the house of God, in his truth. That's the only way that we can minister for him. The young Freemans, praying for faithfulness, fruitfulness, and fragrance, set out for our new land. While we were still young and energetic, the Lord had olives popping out all over. They were popping out in our family as it grew, in our outreach into the communities, in our school, and our days were filled with the training, the teaching, the habit-forming, and old dimensions of loving each olive. And as we scurried around in those days, busy, um, very busy, the Lord was doing purposeful soil soaking. And we were blissfully content in all that the Lord has so graciously taught us this day. Brent and I have a joke that we've done ever since we were married when every time we learned something new, they'd say, we'd say to each other, we thought we were so mature yesterday, and now the Lord has shown us this. Well, that continues to this day after 38 years. So lots of olives, lots of work, lots of thankfulness to the Lord for preparing us, for showing us what we needed to do, for getting us ready for our ministry. And then um, the ministry changed. You know, olives aren't just to look pretty. Much of their value is hidden in the plump flesh, and the richness of the oil must be pressed out. It can look messy. It can look wasteful as pressing all of that ooze out, and you see the smashed olives everywhere. Well, as the school was squeezed out of our hands, as some of our precious olives left the tree that um, to not want to be olives anymore, while attempts were made to steal our crop, and while some of our fullest olives began to, to shrivel before they were harvested, and the soil felt parched, the Lord was quietly leading our roots down deeper, closer to his water source. Habakkuk 3, 17 through 19 says, Though the fig tree does not bud, and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails, yet I will be joyful in God my Savior. The sovereign Lord is my strength. And our Lord's question to Brent and I, When all has failed, will you still sing? We based our um, 
the name of our mission on um, I'm like a green olive tree planted in the house of the Lord. I will sing of the loving kindness of the Lord forever. It's easy to sing when everything is going well. But when you're being pressed and squashed, the Lord's question is, will you still sing? Will you stay in the vulnerable spot? Will you give up control and sing like we heard last night? Today, our family is spread across, across three countries. Um, back in our early days, the Lord laid on our hearts to stretch our tent. In stretching a tent, you have to strengthen your stakes. And um, the Lord has done that. He has stretched our tent further than we ever thought it could be stretched from Canada clear down to Brazil. And he has strengthened our stakes. With the strengthening, with the tent stretching, there's separation, there's um, new challenges, and still the question is, will you sing? The rest part of the verse is, I will thank you forever because you have done it. I don't think that we wait till heaven to thank the Lord because he has done it, he is doing it, he will do it, and when it is all done, he has done it. And we're looking forward to being that mature tree, that tree that's just all not needing to grow anymore, just basking in the the rays of the sunshine of, of God's grace. But while we're waiting, we're waiting in the presence of the godly. Because our roots are planted in the house of the Lord. We are the house of the Lord. We wait together in the presence of the Lord for what the Lord is doing, what he has done, what he will do, what we will spend eternity saying, God has done it. I will thank him forever. And while we're waiting for that eternity to come, we begin our thanks now. No matter what the circumstance is, we are thanking our Lord. So we have a song that's going to play now, and I would like you to um, pay close attention to the words that we put on the screen. So on Wednesday at 2 o'clock in Martin Chapel, we'd like to invite you to come and join us as we explore together, learn together, um, how to listen for the music and how to sing. And you can give us some suggestions on fine-tuning ours. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I'm Natasha Cervantes, and I'm from Tecate, Mexico. So I'm representing the Mexico Little Hands Orphanage. Uh, Most of you probably know my mother and father-in-law, Jose and Kathy. They were able to make it. They send their love and greetings, and my husband as well. So uh, Manos Pequeñas is a newly developing orphanage. Uh, Just last year, uh, the legal association was developed, The house was purchased in October of 2014, and then Daniel and I moved um, near the end of December. We moved onto the property. We've completed most of the renovations on the house. They are completed as of April, and um, we're still working through a few more certification items that we needed. So the question is, where are the children? Um, I know we've had many generous people um, trying to offer to help us speed the process along. Um, Some of you have offered your own children. Um, on, on trial, I'm assuming. Um, other adults have offered to come be our children. Christina Grittiger is out there somewhere. Um, but really, the reason why we don't have any yet is because we're still working through a lot of the government requirements. When we first moved onto the property, we thought that um, we would just move on and, 
um, be able to start receiving children right away, but the laws in Mexico are changing um, a lot like Brazil, so they're becoming a lot stricter with uh, the documentation that's required, uh, safety regulations. So there's just a list of different things that we had to complete here before the children come. And um, we've been working through everything. Uh, it's been a lot of work, but uh, we're so grateful and thankful that, Lord willing, within the next couple of months, we should be receiving kids, hopefully. Uh, we do know it's all in God's time, though. Uh, from our end, we've completed all of the paperwork and requirements that are needed, and we're just waiting for a couple of the last inspectors to come to the house. Uh, to keep updated, we do have a Facebook um, site, and we also have a website as well. I try to update it uh, regularly. I'm on there uh, once a month or so updating it. Um, and then I also send out a monthly newsletter as well. Or, sorry, every three months or so it's sent out. And if any of you are interested in receiving that, um, I do have a sign-up sheet. I think um, Brother Willie was saying um, one of these days we'll probably be out there in front of the cafeteria. You can come and see me or catch me anytime. And we'd sincerely like to thank the Lord and all of you who have contributed, um, whether physically, um, financially, spiritually with prayer. Uh, none of this could be possible without your help. And um, we're thankful to the Lord and all of you that it's uh, coming to completion. And Lord willing, soon we will be receiving these precious kids. Many years ago, um, at one of these missionary presentations, the Lord also said to me, Karen, will you go? And that was about 28 years ago. And 24 years ago, I've, um, 24 years already, I've been living in Paraguay. 13 years um, ago, we started the Paraguay school. So we have a little bit of an everyday moment in our school to show you. Um, Three kids who started out in school, in preschool, are now going to be graduating this year. We started out with 58 students, and now there's 340. And a, a really neat thing that's happening for next school year, which would be February to November 2016, there's a church about 10 blocks away that offered us their facilities to help their church growth and to build up the school there. So we're going to be taking um, like a daycare center there from two-year-olds two to five-year-olds. So that will be like another outreach for the Adonai School. Most of the school days are just like here in Virginia. It reaches 90 to 100 degrees. So a really good thing that happened this year we put air conditioning in all of the school rooms, so it helps out a lot on, with the education. Eighty students are being sponsored in some way by the North American churches, maybe like 25% or 50 or 75% or a full scholarship for their, for their studies. And our theme this year is growing up 
in the words that they may be equipped for every good work. So she's one of the girls who had uh, received a scholarship all throughout her school year. And we have a new outreach now in a different neighborhood about 15 minutes from, from the school. It was started two years ago. We have 40 or 50 people now gathering in, in our garage. We have property in the neighborhood and we hope to be starting that building any, any day. So a work team coming down um, at the end of the year from December 26th to January 9th. If you're interested, you can be helping on that building or painting school, the school rooms at school. So thank you very much. Hi, I'm Josh. And I'm Shelly. We just uh, prepared a short video for you uh, to kind of highlight the work that God is doing out in Regina, Saskatchewan. So uh, hope you enjoy it. And uh, just a quick mention, um, you'll see some of the church uh, attenders there. We weren't able to get a, a short video clip of our dear sister Raditza and her husband Vasil. They're uh, a pretty integral part and they live fairly far away, so we just want to remember them as well. And we'd like to invite you on Friday at 3 o'clock to join us at a more in-depth look at what God's doing at uh, Room 105 at uh, Campus Center. Thank you. Hi, my name is Sarah Weinhart. Um, this past February, I traveled to Zambia with Dennis Delic and his family. Um, and I was there for four months volunteering at the Harmony Community School. This school was set up for children uh, from the Chapada compound who cannot afford to attend a government-run school. So here's a brief overview of what God is doing there at this time. So some... Um, needs and some prayer requests are just for continual prayer for the Harmony Community School, the children there, and the teachers. Also for Dennis and his family who are currently there. Um, some financial support, uh, support for the children and the staff um, there as well. Um, the, also the work team traveling later this summer. Um, just pray for that. And um, also for uh, future expansion for high school so the children continue to learn at this school. So for more information about what God is doing um, at the Lifesong Har Harmony School, come to Campus Center Room 105 on Friday at 2.45 p.m. Thank you. Okay, so we've... Uh, I, I had another small video from... Uh, uh, Timber Ridge with uh, Scott Kilber's uh, project, and we're going to skip over that one because of time, but uh, some of you remember things from last year probably a little bit, but if you're interested in what they're doing with the horse projects, please see them through the week and ask them questions uh, about it. I'm sure they'd love to uh, fill you in on that. Uh, we want to focus more on the missions from overseas. Uh, one thing, too, just in case somebody is not interested, we do have work teams going to CLM, Nepomuceno, uh, Serbia, and Zambia all at the end of August. Uh, so um, I'm not sure if there's much room left on them but, uh, at this point, but if you're ever interested, contact me or uh, Rick Tomic uh, from on the Canadian Mission Board at any time, and on the U.S. side, you can also contact through Rod Cook. 
And we will close with a, with a prayer. Brother Edmund will close with prayer. Let's rise for a word of prayer. Oh Lord, we are humbled that we can have this privilege to be part of your plan to redeem their lost children throughout this vast world. We're humbled when we can see not only the need, but the impact that one person can have as they surrender their personal lives and ambitions and, and allow you to work through them. Father, we have, we're thrilled that we can not only experience your redemptive power in our lives, but we can be channels. That, Lord, we can see fruit, 16,000 members in Papua New Guinea, national impact, and many thousands in Ghana and children throughout Brazil and, and Africa, Lord, we can see fruit. And even the beginnings from far away, even to closer at home, we can see new beginnings. Lord, that you're stirring in the hearts of our young people, using them to plant new ministries, new olive trees. And Father, we, our hearts go out with all those who are preaching your word. We know that Satan is resisting and that there are trials. We pray for our missionaries to encourage them. We pray for their needs. We pray, Lord, that each one of us would, would not be, feel guilty and, 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 and duty-bound, but rather be awed by the wonder, by the incredible privilege of working together with you that it's not about us, but about standing with you and standing still and seeing your great salvation be accomplished in front of us. Lord, help each one of us to sing and to glorify you in whatever ways you would lead us. We praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. So just another reminder of please support the missions financially, especially this week and going forward. Nothing is too small and definitely nothing is too big.